Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, today we are talking all about career. If you are new to the show, first off, welcome. I'm glad you're here. But you should know, we talk about balance in a way of working towards improving our lives in eight different areas. And these are areas that most of us are juggling. We're talking about things like your faith, marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, and lastly, friends and fun. Sometimes we have a guest expert on that's teaching us how to grow in those areas. And sometimes it's just me talking to you, hanging out together and having a discussion. And that's what we're going to be doing today. Now, I do want to say, if you missed last week's episode, I highly encourage that you go back and you have a listen because we kind of hit two birds with one stone. I mean, we were talking about parenting and we were talking about home organization when we had Melissa Lieberman on from Crushing Motherhood and she walked us through her easy, I'm going to say that again, easy process to having an annual family picture book as well as baby books. So if that's something that you're always saying, one of these days I'm going to get to that and you never do, like me, then I highly encourage that you go back and you listen because you guys, I have been doing her process that she taught and it is easy. It does, just like anything else, you start a new habit, it takes some time, right? To like kind of get the hang of it and build it into an actual habit versus just something that you're doing. Uh, but it is really incredible. And it's perfectly aligned with what we are talking about today, last week, the week before that, because we're all talking about having an intentionality to our life for 2018, really being intentional about the things that we we want to do, the things that we want to accomplish and who we want to be. And when we kicked off the series, we really talked about how when we can put God first in front of any goal that we have, any desire we have, then that's truly where happiness, joy, peace, balance, all of that stuff really lives is when we can put him first because he is a God who wants to give us the desires of our hearts. Now, today, as we're talking about building that intentional career, this message is really for everyone who is a working mom, regardless of what you do for work. If you're in management, if you're not in management, if you work from home, if you work in an office, if you work for yourself, this really is for you. And I highly encourage that you grab a notebook and a pen because this is going to be one of those lesson episodes where I'm going to ask you questions, where I'm going to ask you questions. And it's an opportunity for you to take action on your life, not just listen to me talk, but actually take some action and be intentional about creating that dream career for your own life. Now, before we get into the three main topics that I want to share with you and I want to challenge you with, first, I think it's important that we start with a Bible verse and really set some context about everything that we're going to be talking about. Because really, when we're talking about career and the kind of questions I'm going to be asking you, really what we're going to be talking about is creating happiness for ourselves. And, you know, this is one of those topics that it can be a little bit hard to talk about. And so I'm just going to p- talk to you very simply, very plainly, very bluntly. And forgive me if if this offends you in any way, but I hope that the Holy Spirit just uses this message to maybe reach your heart. If you are someone who is in maybe a position that you don't want to be in or you feel like you have to work, but you don't want to work, 
I hope that this message encourages you and inspires you to take some actions because I truly believe that happiness is always a choice. Now, with that said, the Bible verse that I have picked for this episode might not seem like it's the right Bible verse for a career episode, but I think you'll see where I'm going. Now, we are going to be reading from chapter five of the book of John, and I just want to kind of set this up before we read the verse that I want to share with you. I want you to imagine, so Jesus found this man. He was by a pool where a lot of other people who are sick and diseased would gather, and they would go there for healing. It was like a supernatural site that people would go to for the supernatural healing. And that's where Jesus found this man. And so we pick up in this story, and so we pick up on this story in John chapter 5, verses 5 through 6, and it reads, A man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, Do you wish to get well? Now, there's a couple things about this verse that really, really stand out to me. And first and foremost, I just want to recognize the heart of God that he asked this man, do you wish to get well? What do you wish? What does your heart desire? What is it that you want? God is so concerned about that for us. And I just love that about him. But the other thing that I love about God is the other side of that coin He knew that that man had been there for a long time. He knew that he was in a place where people go for healing, yet he had not been healed. He had been in that condition for 38 years. Now, I am going to be 38 this year. So I, I know how long 38 years is. And to lay in one place for that long, hoping to be healed of something. And that's why he's there, right? It's a place of healing, yet he's not healed. So God had to ask him, do you want to get well? Do you want to get better? Why are you here? What is this about? Like, what's what's up with you, right? And I feel like so many times that's what God is trying to say to us. Like, what is up with you? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to move forward? Do you want the blessings? Do you want the peace? And I've talked about this a lot when I talk about that mindset of being a busy working mom, of taking on that identity of being, you know, things are crazy and out of control and always so busy, 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 busy. Yet we are looking for peace, but do we really want the peace or do we really want to be busy? Do we, have we built this identity around that for ourselves? That's what we cling on to. Or are we clinging on to the hope that the Prince of Peace will give to us when we put him first in our lives, when we seek him first above all other things? It's the same thing here, right? Knowing that regardless of what you do as a working mom, that there is a choice. There is a choice to be a working mom. You could choose not to be a working mom. I know a lot of working moms who say that they wish that they could be a stay-at-home mom. And what I always say to them is become a stay-at-home mom. If that's what you want, life is so short. What is keeping you in your job? It is a choice, right? And some people say it's not a choice because our living expenses, we can't afford to live on one income. Well, maybe you could downsize your house. Maybe you could move to an area that has a lower living expense. Maybe your spouse could do something to to further his career so he's making more money and allowing you to stay home. There's always choices that we can make in order to do the things that we truly want to do. So do you really want to be a stay-at-home mom? If so... Take the action and do that. If you are like me and you love to work, you love to be busy, you love to be contributing, you love to to be doing those things, then let's find a way to do that where you can be happy, 
where you can have peace, where you can use your job as worship. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is how you can intentionally design your life, intentionally design your career life to fulfill this so that you can be happy. You can have that peace. You can have that balance and not be sitting in the driveway crying when you drop your child off at daycare. And yeah, that still might happen because hormones (laughs) and it's there are babies, but at the same time, we can take on a different mindset around our whole career. We can choose to do something different if you want to, if you want to have a happy career, if you want to have a productive career. So that's kind of what I'm asking you today as we kick off three questions that I'm going to be asking you. These are really thought starters to help you start to take action, to help you start to design that career life that you want. Now, I will say all of these questions will be available in a worksheet format inside Life Balance Membership for our members only. So if you go to lifebalancemembership.com, you can actually start your free seven-day trial. And we have kind of restructured some things inside the membership. So just to give you a heads up, when you very first start into your membership, it's a great time to use that trial period to click around, look at all the different courses that are in there, the resources that are in there, the worksheets, the planner, all of that kind of stuff. And you can get a really good sense to see if this is something that you want to embark on or not. If you do decide the Life Balance Membership is for you, we start things off with a Bible study because for us, we have three pillars to balance. Number one is putting God first. So we're going to put God first by doing a Bible study so that you can really examine and study those eight different areas of life that we're talking about and see what God says, see what God's will is for you, for your life, for being a wife, for having your career, for taking care of your health, all of those things. What does God say about all of that? of how we should be living our life. I truly believe the Bible is our instruction manual. It's our guide to how we should be living our life according to God's will. And that's exactly what you start off with is that Bible study. And at the end of the Bible study, there is a little worksheet, a little workshop that walks you through how to then create what you learned into creating goals for yourself for the next 90 days. So you can actually start living into what you learned, living into what you have seen God wants for you. And it's always my prayer and my hope. Whenever I see someone new starting into the membership, I pray over each and every single person that God would speak to them, that he would show them new things and give them new hope for what can be for their life through that Bible study. And so once you are done with the Bible study and you've set your goals, then you start in the process of learning the systems, building the habits to then take action on those goals so that 90 days from when you start, you are in a place of a greater balance, a greater understanding of what you can do to create more balance in your life and align yourself to our Lord. Now, of course, there's a ton of other resources in there like this worksheet, (laughs) but if you want to access everything that's there, you can go to lifebalancemembership.com, see the different membership options and start your free seven-day trial. So for our Life Balance members, go to resources career and you will find this worksheet there. All right, number one question I have for you as you are creating your career with intention. And number one is what would make your career life better for you? Now, I'm not asking what would make your life better according to your mom. What would make your career life better according to your husband or your friends or Facebook or society as a whole or even your boss, right? Sometimes our boss has expectations on what our career path should be or what we should be doing And it might not be an alignment with what we really want. And I think it's really important for us to get clear on what would make things better because then you're creating a vision, you're creating a direction that you can start to move in 
and go towards, right? And even if you love your job, even if you love going to work and you think it's great, it can always get better because it's about being intentional, right? About holding on to the things that you love so much and creating things that will make you love it even more. So for you, it might be creating a job that has more fulfilling work that's not mundane or boring, right? If you don't love what you're doing, maybe you need to find something that really lights your soul up, makes you so passionate and loving to go to work. Maybe that's what you need to look for. Maybe for you, you love what you do, but the pay is horrible. And you start looking at what you're paying for daycare versus what your paycheck says, and you're like, this is not computing. It doesn't make sense. Maybe you need to find a career with better pay. Maybe you need to negotiate better pay, ask for better pay. Maybe you need a different work environment. And this one I think is so overlooked for so many people because there are so many different options out there from working from home, working in an office, working part-time in the office, part-time at home. Some people love to travel for work. Some people don't like to travel for work, but really deciding what that environment looks like for you, even down to, do I work better in a cubicle or an office? Do I work better on a laptop or a desktop computer? Maybe you don't work well with computers at all. Maybe right now you're working with paper and you want to work with people, right? But really think environment-wise, how can you structure a job? What would be the ideal job situation for you? Don't think about titles. Don't think so much about all of that stuff. But if you could construct the best career life for you that you would love, you would be excited about, imagine that, create that vision. And I would challenge you not to constrain yourself in this, like get excited, right? Really think about what would that look like? And don't don't listen to that little voice that's going to pop up in the back of your head because it's going to be there. Don't listen to that little voice that's going to say, yeah, but... Yeah, but you don't have a degree in that field. Yeah, but that's asking a lot to be able to have a flexible work schedule and that kind of pay. Who do you think you are, right? Ignore that voice. This is a playground. This is for you to be able to brainstorm, to brain dump, to imagine, to think, to envision what would make your career life better. And lastly, I want you to be thinking in this first category about what a good life career balance would look like for you. Would it be where you are off at a certain time every single night and you never work any evenings? Maybe it's never working weekends. You know, for me in my last job, I said I never wanted to work weekends. But when I found out that I, if I worked a weekend, I would get a comp day to use in the middle of the week, I made that compromise because for me that worked for my work-life balance. Because the thing that always made me feel guilty was my younger son wanted me to help out in the classroom, but it just wasn't possible. But as soon as we moved into that model, then I was okay. In fact, I looked forward to sometimes working on a Saturday and traveling because I knew I was going to get a couple days off that I could use in the middle of the week to be in his classroom, to be alongside him in his school day. And he would feel good about that, which in turn makes me feel good about the kind of mom I'm being. But just like I say, you have to define what balance looks like for you. This is your opportunity for you to really think about that to really think about what does that career life balance look like. And I feel like this kind of goes beyond saying, but yet I still hear people say it. I hear it all the time. So I'm going to reiterate this. Balance has nothing to do with time. You will will be far-fetched to find a balanced life when it comes to time, equal time with your husband, equal time with your kids, equal time with your career. And I know when I say it like that, it sounds absurd, yet I see people say it all the time, like life balance is not possible. There's no possible way I could spend as much time with my kids as I do with my career. Yeah, you're right. But change your definition of balance, right? Because I don't want to live in a life that balance isn't possible. And I'm sure you don't either. 
I mean, you're listening to this podcast, right? So define what that looks like for you so you can start to intentionally living into it. So that's number one, is to decide what would make your career life better. All right, now let's get into number two. And number two is simply knowing and working in your spiritual gifting. Do you know what your spiritual gifts are? Now, I'm going to link to an assessment that I love in the show notes page. You can go to yourliferocks.com forward slash podcast, and then you can search 119, which is this is episode 119. It'll bring you to the show notes page. You'll have the assessment in there, and you can take this assessment. It walks you through a bunch of questions, and you can determine what your spiritual giftings are. I truly believe that God has gifted all of us. And when we can align ourselves with what we do and what that gifting is, that's our magic sweet spot, right? That's when work becomes fun. That's when work becomes worship. You know, God gave you those gifts for a reason. And when you are using them for his glory, that, my friend, is an amazing place to be in. And for the longest time, I thought, you know, if I'm going to use my spiritual giftings for God, then it has to be in a ministry or in a church. It can't be at the bank, right? It can't be in the office or as a dental hygienist. It has to be working for a church. And that's not the case. God put us into the world so that we could be his light in the dark places. But we have to bring that spiritual gifting along with us because that's when we're glorifying God, when we are using those talents he gave us and multiplying them and and shining his light out there for others to see. But when you don't know what your spiritual gifting is, how can you use them, right? So first you have to figure out what it is that God has given you. And you probably already kind of know But when you do the assessment, you'll really know. You'll know what your top ones are, what kind of your middle ones are. And then once you kind of know what it is that you're doing or when you know what your giftings are, then the next thing is is to examine what it is that you're doing. To really look at your job to see, am I using my gifts right now? And if I am, how am I using them? And if I'm not, what can I start doing to use these gifts. And your gifts, they don't really have anything to do with your job title. I'm just going to, spoiler alert, any gift that you have, you can do in any job function. You would just have to be intentional about it, right? So for example, if you have the gift of being an encourager, and maybe you're a bank teller, and you're thinking, how does that align? When I think of jobs that are an encourager, I think of like a coach or, you know, a nurse or a social worker, not a bank teller, but bank tellers can be encouragers because God is going to put people in your life. Maybe they're coworkers, maybe they're employees of yours or bosses of yours or customers that need that encouragement from you, that spirit to spirit contact. And that is where God has you there for a reason. So know what those are so you can look for those opportunities so you can set yourself up to make your job worshiping the Lord. Because when you're using those gifts in his way, you're worshiping him with your actions, with everything that you do, right? And that's what the Bible commands us to do. So know what those giftings are and work in them. All right, number three, and this one I love so much. I mean, I like all of them, but this one I really love because I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn new things. I love to have an action plan. I love to move forward. I do not want to be the 38-year-old man sitting at the well looking for healing and still being in the same condition, right? I want to do better. I want to get better. I want to be taking that action forward in faith, knowing that God is there with me along the way. And so number three is simply to expand yourself. You know, and number one, we talked about really getting clear about what would make your life better. This third one links to that. What do you need to live into that? 
Maybe you need to go back to school. Maybe you need to read some management books or leadership books or join a seminar or whatever it is, but decide what it is that you need to do to equip yourself to live into those things. You know, maybe when you do your your spiritual assessment, you find that you have some spiritual giftings and maybe God gives you a vision for how you can use them, but you don't have the skills necessary to do that today. Make a plan, do some research, get on Google and figure out what it is that you need to do. How can I build up my skill level? How can I position myself in a way that I can use my giftings for that job in that way? What's needed? And make an action plan to get there. Because everything's going to be a journey. Time's going to pass anyway. So you might as well be happy and make a choice to be happy in your career right? To to make yourself proud, to make your kids proud. And by the way, when you are doing this for yourself, just as a little parenting something that I heard from Lisa Brevere today as I was listening to her podcast about raising brave kids. And she was talking about, you know, when you think about who you want your kids to become as adults and and who you want them to be and what you want them to stand for and and how we we pray over that with our kids and we, and we talk to them and we put them in the right courses and the right things and we kind of direct their path so that they can be those people that we want them to be. Yet sometimes we forget that the number one way that we can influence our kids is to be an example. So to decide who you want your kids to be and start living in that today, even if it's hard, even if it takes a long time for you to fully realize that, but you're moving forward with intention. And when you're doing that, your kids will see it and it will rub off on them and they will become those people that you want them to be because you are now that person and they've seen you. They know now how to do it, how to become that because they've seen you become that. And it's the same thing with your career. If you want kids who are going to be happy with their life, be content, be making a difference, be living in in their truth and, and with what their giftings are and their talents, using those talents that God gave them and making every day, every act of worship, Sister, you got to go first. Mama, you got to go first. You got to set that example for them of what that looks like. And maybe you work part time. Maybe you work full time. Maybe you're a stay at home mom who just happened to find this podcast and you're still listening. And if that's the case, I know a lot of stay at home moms who don't get paychecks, yet they are involved in so many things. They keep themselves so busy. They've created like a little a little job for themselves, sometimes a big job for themselves, and they just don't get a paycheck and they don't have a title. But you know what? It's still the same thing. You're still using your giftings, right? You're still having to find childcare while you're going to these evening meetings or doing all these different things. It's the same thing. We just call it different stuff. But don't let the world's labels get in your way, right? So hopefully these three tips help you to build that career with intention. So let's just review them really quick. Number one is to get really clear on what would make your career life better brainstorm, brainstorm, be imaginative and put it all on paper without any restrictions of thinking of, there's no way I'm going to make this happen because you could, but be, be creative, put it all on paper. Number two is to know what your spiritual gifting is and work into those spiritual giftings so that your work becomes your worship. And then number three is to make an action plan, equip yourself, decide what skills are needed in order for you to actually make some of this stuff a reality. Because it is a choice. God wants to give you those desires of your heart. And especially when you're seeking him first, when you are wanting to please him. And you know what pleases him? When you are happy, (laughs) when you're content, when you're not just sitting there stuck and miserable, because you're not going to be the light in the world that he's called you to be when you're that way, right? So pick up your mat, get going, and let's 
move forward with intention. Now, again, you can find links to everything we talked about on this episode in our show notes page by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash podcast, or you can get this worksheet by joining our membership. So go to Life Balance Membership com to start your free seven day trial. Well, I want to thank you so much for investing in yourself and listening to this podcast. It really means so much to me when you listen, when I see that you're sharing this podcast. So tag us on Instagram or Facebook so that I can see that you're sharing this with your friends. And of course, as always, if I can be praying for you, you can put in your prayer request in our Facebook group, or if it's kind of private and you don't want to do that, you can email me at jenny at yourliferocks.com. I don't always get a chance to respond to every email, but know that I do see every email and I pray over all of those prayer requests. And so I want to thank everyone who has reached out to us with those prayer requests or even just words of encouragement because, you know, sometimes it's lonely on the side of the microphone hoping that someone will be listening to this. And I hope that it does encourage you. And I hope that you hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single upcoming episode because next week we are talking about habits. We talk about habits a lot, but I'm really excited for a new perspective to be looking at habits and routines, especially as we're starting off the new year. And we've been talking so much about intentions. So I hope that you hit subscribe so you do not miss that one. You don't have to go looking for it. It'll automatically come to you, making it super duper easy. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.